Hello and welcome back to the Go For Two podcast. I am Liam, your host, and we are back for a week seven mini pod episode before Sunday. Uh, so plan for today, we're going to go through our usual start sits in fantasy and then also go through some, some, some betting, a little bit more betting maybe this time. Um, but first of all, let's pass over to, to Tyler. He's going to give us his starts and sits. We're going to go with starts first, keep things nice and positive. So here's Tyler with his starts for a very important week seven in fantasy. Hey everyone, I'm back again with some more starts and sits for this time week seven. We're getting right up into the season now, so we should hopefully be getting good at this. We'll see though. Uh, first start is a wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers. He's been amazing so far this year as Debo Samuel. He's been one of the biggest surprises in the year. Very pleasant surprise, to, to put it lightly. He's been really, really good, and I just think that this is a great matchup for him. They're playing at home against the Bulls. The Colts give up completions more easily than any other defense. And when you have a guy that's this good after the catch, those completions are very valuable. So I love, love, love Samuel this week. I think it's going to be even better because Kittle isn't playing. And that means even more volume. Great receiver, especially after the catch. Should be a big week. Another receiver I like this week is Brandon Cooks. He's not as flashy on the on the uh, draft board as Debo maybe, but Brandon Cooks is very consistent. He's had four weeks out of the six that we've had so far where he's had solid games, a couple of lighter games, but I think that this is a good matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. They're an amazing team, don't get me wrong. They're undefeated. They're the only team in the entire league that can say that. But they're a team that's great to play against because their defense isn't like amazing at stopping receivers especially. And they keep scoring on offense. So your team's going to have to keep throwing it. And that's what I want to see. I want to see Brandon Cooks getting volume while the Texans are just hopelessly running around behind the Cardinals, trying to keep up, trying to catch up. That would be great for me getting some garbage time yardage and some big plays from a player who's playing from behind, trying to make up for that, I'm assuming, pretty large deficit by the end. And finally, another position. We're going for a running back here to finish it off. I want to talk about Damian Harris. The New England running back is really talented. We all know that, but he's also got an amazing matchup this week. About as good as you can get. He's at home against the Jets. Like, he's a great player. And last week, he had a 100-yard rushing game, scored as well. Surely, he's looking to repeat that kind of effort this week. The Patriots love beating the Jets. Bill Belichick loves beating up the Jets. Damian Harris is going to get in on that action and have a big week, I think. Nice, some good starts there. Um, Brandon Cooks actually is, uh, in my couple of leads, I am actually have a positive record in. Brandon Cooks is a big reason for that. Getting him late because the Texans are terrible, but as many podcasts say in terms of fantasy football, you've got to throw the ball to someone, and uh, Brandon Cooks is who uh, who gets the ball. So yeah, some really, really good starts there. Um, Harris, especially against the Patriots, I, I do love that matchup. Uh, but let's go back over to Tyler then to listen to uh, his sits for the week. And now for the really fun part, which of course is the sits. There's a double whammy to start us off because I'm sitting both Damian Williams and Khalil Herbert, the two running backs from Chicago. This is the nightmare matchup that you want to get as far away from as possible. I don't care who your running back is, unless they're one of the truly, truly elite running backs who catch the ball loads as well. You cannot start them in Tampa Bay. It is the hardest matchup you could possibly imagine. It is... Probably the best front seven in the entire league, in my opinion, especially against the run. Vita Vea is legitimately like one of the best run stuffers ever. Just don't try your luck unless you have to. 
For the record, full transparency, I'm more than aware of the bipocalypse of running backs right now. Your Zeke's are out, your Najee Harris's are out, there's some injuries as well. Like it's not a good time right now. But I'm just saying if you have the ability to pivot off of one of those Bears running backs, I would do so because I do not want to run them out. Last week Kilo Herbert got bailed out by a touchdown, it kind of made his week serviceable, but don't touch it this week in my opinion. And my second sit is the exact opposite because the matchup looks great. It's Mac Jones versus the Jets. I haven't seen enough from Mac Jones to be super confident in him yet. And therefore, when I see that he is against the Jets, and most people go, whoa, great matchup. Let's throw him out there against a team that he's going to want to beat real bad, try and beat him up a little bit. There's a reason that I want Damian Harris this week. I think that they're going to run the ball a lot and they're going to embarrass the Jets. I don't think that Mac Jones is going to be the star of the show. And maybe he proves me wrong, but... I think it's going to be pretty run heavy. I think the Patriots are going to be looking to take a W in the most controlled, efficient way. And unfortunately, I don't think that Matt Jones will be the star of that show. So I'm going to sit in this week. Nice. Some great start sits there. Uh, I especially uh, especially like the Bears ones. Um, I know uh, Tyler Pitts Herbert last week, and Herbert obviously did go off, but this is a very, very different beast here with that front seven. Uh, Vita Feyer does stuff the run week in, week out. So some good start sits there. Let's move over to, to some betting then. We're going to go through a bit differently. It's going to go through every single game, uh, literally as fast as humanly possible. Uh, and for the over-under straight-up win or point spread, give us any value there. Um, from our point of view, our numbers as well, because I do uh, some betting analytics. And also a look at uh, some PFF data as well. So, uh, first of all, let's go with the 6 o'clock game. So, Jets at Patriots. Uh, minus 7 for Patriots. Patriots are still the value there. Over-under, really nothing for it. Uh, next, Falcons at Dolphins. Uh, Falcons minus two here really is the value, especially with how the Dolphins are playing on offense and for, for defense. But in terms of scoring, uh, EPA and DVOA, uh, Falcons have got a bit of an advantage here. Over-under, though, 47.5. Nothing really really doing for it there. Uh, next, we have the football team at the Packers. Uh, minus 8.5. Look, I have bet on the Packers 8.5, but if you look at any value charts, they'll tell you not to do that because it's past the 7 and past the 8. So... It's a tough one there. But one we do like is the under. So points 47.5. And the under there is pretty, pretty good value uh, with Heineke there. The Packers, when they do get a lead, do like to run the football, do like to slow the game down and not risk Devontae Adams and until they need to on third down. So there is a chance for, for an under there. And next we have the Chiefs at Titans, my very own Chiefs. Uh, the value play here, again, uh, there wasn't one in the last game, but the one here probably is the Titans plus five in America. However, this morning in England, uh, the game has gone down to three and a half. So for me, three and a half, I think the Chiefs are good value. Uh, and also points total, 57, 58, 57 and a half, they're mixed up all over the place. Just go under. It's such a high total that even though these two teams should score loads of points in the NFL, uh, many things can happen. Turnovers, a couple of three and outs, some refereeing, some weather in an outdoor stadium. So yeah, I think under is, uh, is good value there. But I think the Chiefs are minus three and a half is better. Uh, next, Panthers at Giants. Nothing really doing much much here. It's obviously Panthers minus three. It's a, it's a very good spread, a good line. Uh, I think over 43, though, is pretty good. With some good weapons, we'll see who plays for the Giants. But uh, both teams do try and throw the ball when they can. Um, both teams also very good at uh, turnovers. So we could see a couple of uh, defensive scores in this game. So I do think over 43 is uh, is good value. Next, we have the Bengals at Ravens. So, minus six and a half for the Ravens. I think that's pretty good value. I uh, can see some value in the under 46 as well, but I think Ravens are, are a better one. Uh, not that you have to bet every game, but uh, that, that's some good value there. Next, Lions at Rams. Uh, 16 and a half, 17 spread. 
51 over under. I wouldn't touch this game for anything, to be honest. I, I would just completely leave it and, and leave it as a stay alone. But if you wanted one, maybe under 51. But yeah, it's not a great betting opportunity. Uh, next one is pretty good. Uh, so we have Eagles at Raiders. Raiders are minus two and a half in places, minus three in others. I think the Raiders are good value here. Uh, unfortunately for Patrick, I think they can win that and cover that. Uh, they're also pretty good on the money lines. I think they're only like just minus minus like one four four, so it's nearly two to one. No, but one to two. Uh, that's not bad value. Uh, and I think the over forty eight is also pretty good value. So some betting opportunities in in Eagles Raiders. Uh, next we have Texans at Cardinals again. Cardinals minus eighteen, similar to the Rams, big spread. Probably wouldn't touch the spread either way if you had to. Uh, over under forty seven. Don't mind the over. Uh, if the Texans can start well, but I think overall it's a game and uh, another game that's a bit of a bit of a stay away. Uh, next two then for for Sunday we have the Bears at the Bucks. The spread is Bear, uh, Bucks minus twelve, uh, also eleven and a half in other places, but a lot of twelve sign around out there. Don't really find much value in that. Uh, the Bucks do pass a lot when they're leading, which is good to run the score up. Uh, but I think more like over forty seven is a is pretty good value in that one. Uh, then last of all, then Colts at 49ers, Sunday Night Football. The spread is 49ers minus four. So I think for me, Colts plus four is the value. Colts to win straight up is also the value. Uh, we don't know what's going to go on at the quarterback position with the 49ers. Colts are pretty good in the last two weeks. So I think Colts are 49ers. Go Colts plus four. Go Colts straight up win if you fancy it. And probably stay away, I would, from the over-under, which I think is at 42 at the moment. Uh, so if you think the 49ers are going to win, I'd go over. But if you're with me on the Colts, I think under uh, or stay away, really. But I think Colts plus four is... Uh, is the best bet of the game. So that's all the games then for today. Uh, let's end with a couple of player props. Uh, we've only got a couple this week. So Cooper Cup over seven and a half receptions. Pretty good one for us. Uh, we also quite like um, Connor, the running back for the Cardinals, over, I think it's five and a half receiving yards, which is uh, is pretty small. Uh, Devonta Adams over seven and a half receptions. We always like that one. Uh, and if you can find it, over four and a half rushing yards for Debo Samuel is pretty good value. Not only bookies offer the rushing yards on the receivers, but if they do, and you've got a four, four, four and a half, five line, I think over for, for Debo is good with those speed sweeps, and we'll see we'll see how that pans out. Uh, a couple of unders, Carl uh, Rudolph under his receptions. I think his reception total is like six and a half to eight and a half in different places because the receivers that are missing. And I think you've just got to go under on that number for him. Uh, another one for me that I think is, is probably worthwhile is Aguilar under two and a half receptions, but again, pretty tight one. Uh, and then receiving yards for Swift under 46.5 is good, but we much prefer the uh, the value on the overs this week. Uh, apart from the Rudolph bet, that is uh, that is a very good bet. So that's all the games. That's all the player props. That's all your start sits. Uh, enjoy week seven. Me and Patrick will be back uh, tomorrow to uh, review everything that happened. Uh, but I hope your team wins, unless you're a Titans fan, and we will speak to you soon. We'll